good evening. Our top stories tonight, Odell Beckham Jr. is a Baltimore Raven. What does that mean for Lamar Jackson? I'm sure we all have a pretty good idea. We also have the under-the-radar news that T. Higgins has signed an extension with the Cincinnati Bengals. Hasn't been officially announced, but that is coming, and it's probably coming once they agree to a Joe Burrow extension as well, because that's right around the corner. And then we're going to have some fun. We're going to be talking about the wide receiver twos across the NFL because Odell Beckham, now the wide receiver two for the Baltimore Ravens. T. Higgins, still this wide receiver two for the Cincinnati Bengals. We're going to be ranking all of those teams and more on Player Profiler today. And so we have Lamar Jackson with the Baltimore Ravens, Odell Beckham with the Baltimore Ravens. And I have the wrong overlay downloaded, but that is okay. We'll update that. I will stall for a little bit. However, Odell Beckham, Baltimore Ravens, $15 million guaranteed this year for Odell to play for the Ravens. And he gets up to $18 million. He can make a ton of money on this contract and he deserves it odell beckham the last time we saw odell beckham he was absolutely tearing it up for the los angeles rams now i know he can't be expected to be the same wide receiver coming off that acl tear but if he's close to that level odell beckham is going to be a difference maker for the baltimore ravens there we go. We got the right overlay here. So let's talk about it. Odell Beckham, he was supposed to go and visit the New York Jets tomorrow. That was the initial plan. And everyone thought it was a done deal that Odell Beckham and Aaron Rodgers, they were going to be partners. They were going to team up in New York. And clearly, that is not the case. Odell, to the Baltimore Ravens, they give him a big chunk of change. But of course, there is not a chance in hell that Odell Beckham joins the Baltimore Ravens if he knows Tyler Huntley is going to be his quarterback next year. Odell Beckham is a savvy businessman. He knows that on a one-year deal, $18 million up to that, $15 million guaranteed, is not worth it to be stuck with Tyler Huntley because your stats will suffer and you will not get that mega contract next round. Odell Beckham is looking for a long-term deal still. He's made no bones about that. And so, given the fact that Odell is signing with the Ravens, we pretty much know that Lamar Jackson is back, at least for one year. Whether the Ravens offer him a new deal, he signs a one-year contract with the Baltimore Ravens, very possible. We've heard that floated around more and more, and then they do this song and dance again next year, because if Lamar signs a one-year deal, in excess of the non-exclusive franchise tag. The second time he's tagged, it will be added onto this contract, not the original tag number. So it's a win for everyone. Lamar gets another crack at free agency next year and pretty much goes down the Kirk Cousins pass at this point. Remember, Kirk Cousins with the Washington Commanders. Franchise tag. Franchise tag. Finally hits free agency with the Vikings, and he's played on a lot of technically one-year deals. And now he's looking for another payout. Lamar Jackson, very much following that same path as Kirk Cousins. But 
This all but solidifies Odell Beckham and Lamar Jackson will be playing together in 2023. There are people that will say, no, Odell would take the money no matter what because he's greedy. No, that's not the case. Odell Beckham is not catching passes from Tyler Huntley. He's not doing that. He is not signing on for that. He is smart enough to know how devastating that would be to his brand, to his next contract. That is absolutely silly. So Lamar Jackson, Baltimore Ravens, they are clearly working close to a contract. Last time he went for 1,100 yards, 2016. And how many years has he been healthy? Look at that playoff run that he just had with the Los Angeles Rams, the Super Bowl he was having before he tore that ACL. We are feeling very, very good. Ben Haskell, Odell, prime Odell is the best wide receiver in Lamar's career. At this point, I still believe Rashad Bateman is better than Odell. I think that I'd rather have Bateman in fantasy. He's going to be more productive. He is better. But this helps Rashad Bateman a lot. And this is the best wide receiver duo by far that Lamar has ever had in his career. First thing Lamar should do is hire OBJ's agent. He wanted 15 million guaranteed and he got it. I think Lamar has done a fine enough job. I don't think he needs an agent. I think, I don't know. I think the agent thing has been a little bit overblown, but perhaps I'm wrong. First round edge rusher coming now for the Ravens in the draft. Oh, probably Connor or a first round defensive tackle for the Baltimore Ravens. Maybe an offensive lineman corner, a corner for the Ravens would be just so Baltimore, but Hey, I love the signing. I think this is a great deal. I think Odell Beckham is honestly underrated at this point in his career. I think a lot of people have written him off because of the knee injuries, but we have to remember just how good he looked in a Rams uniform playing alongside Cooper cup. He's going to command attention and that will open up Rashad Bateman, more single coverage for him. And it'll be good for Devin Duvernay as well. Cause Devin Duvernay was not, cast to be a wide receiver too. He's a wide receiver three, wide receiver four slash gadget player. And this is a lot better for him. Now, Devin Duvernay, he's going to have more room to work with both underneath and deep. Devin Duvernay going to be more efficient this year with Odell than he would have been as the true wide receiver two for the Ravens. So I love this move. I love this move all around. I love that the Baltimore Ravens are clearly bringing Lamar Jackson back. Because again, this signing does not happen. Zero percent chance that the Ravens get to sign Odell Beckham if Lamar's not their quarterback. Odell doesn't sign that deal. I'm telling you right now. Saw a glimpse of player profiler today's Bengal reporter. I'm not. Oh, uh, Zim, is that what you're saying? Or I don't know. I don't, anyways, we we're going to talk about the Bengals. We will be talking with the Bengals in a little bit. But as for Odell Beckham, Last time he played the Baltimore Ravens, he scored the game-winning touchdown. And he also has his career high came against the Baltimore Ravens in 2016 with 222 yards. After what Odell pulled on that airplane, I hope it's Huntley. What Odell pulled on that airplane? What? The fact that he fell asleep and the staff kicked him off for falling asleep? No, that was an abuse of power by the flight attendants on that airline. I do not blame Odell Beckham for not getting off that plane. Screw you. This You're escalating this. Odell Beckham did nothing wrong in that situation. 
Don't blame him. Nah, that was an overreach by the airlines. Odell Beckham does not deserve slander for that airplane incident. Not his fault. Airline could have just woke him up. We saw the footage. Yeah, people were mad at him because Odell kept them from their flight taking off. Nah, that's not Odell's fault. That's the airline's fault, as many things are. But Odell Beckham also confirming that Lamar Jackson will be his quarterback by the announcement. Because, of course, the way Odell announced he was signing with the Ravens was a picture of his son Zayden in a Lamar Jackson jersey. So Odell is here. Odell is the wide receiver one for, no, not the wide receiver one. He's the wide receiver two for the Baltimore Ravens. And it's going to be fun now because we go from Rashad Bateman, Devin DuVernay, and James Prochet to X receiver Rashad Bateman or Odell Beckham. Odell and Rashad Bateman can both play X. They can play Z. They can play in the slot. They can all move around all over the field. Devin DuVernay, he's not an X, but he can play Z. He can stretch the field or he can play in the slot. The Ravens offense just got so much more dangerous. Oh, thank you, Ben. Really appreciate that. Happy to have you as a subscriber. First time viewer. Happy to have you in the fold. Excited for you to return seven days a week at 7 p.m. I don't think the Ravens are imploding at all. I think the Ravens are loading up knowing that this could be the chance for them to win a Super Bowl. They still have a great offensive line. They have the best supporting cast Lamar Jackson has ever seen. Maybe they get Bijan Robinson in the draft. Bateman, I I do not agree that Rashad Bateman is a trap. Did you watch the first couple of games? Did you watch how efficient he was? How explosive he was? He's the kind of guy that can command 10 targets and also rip off a 70-yard reception. <laughs> oh, Connor, that's too funny. The Bengal reporter glimpse was your cat. That I didn't understand what you meant, but... Yes, Sansa, the Bengal reporter. But we do have reports from the Cincinnati Bengals as well as the Baltimore Ravens. But we will get to that right after this, right after a word from our friends over at Data Analysis. All right, I want to take a moment today to talk to you about data analysis. The data analysis tool, we listen to the users. What do you want? What do you need? And we made it happen. We added popular reports like a fantasy scoring report, air yards report. And if you want to create a new report, but you don't necessarily want to look through every field, we have quick results. Hey, show me the most popular passing data. Show me the most popular rushing data, fantasy data. Done. And the thing just is much faster than it's ever been. And the report builder got a lot easier. I mean, check this out. We break it down into offense, defense. Show me just fantasy data elements. And then when you get results, hey, show me by draft year. Let's take a look at just certain players that played a certain number of snaps or a certain number of games last year. This is the tool that so many of you have been asking for, plus a bunch of dream features that Billy wanted and Cody wanted and I wanted and Dario wanted. So go to the Fantasy Tools section, click on Data Analysis, or go to playerprofiler.com slash data dash analysis. And you got to check out the Data Analysis tool. Really, it is so fantastic. It is Unbelievable. It will blow your socks off. I've been using it plenty to compile these lists, compile the top five lists over on the at Roto Underworld account on Twitter, or 
the at profiler underscore NFL account on Twitter, as well as some of the Instagram graphics. Yeah. Who knew that I could design graphics? Not me. Certainly not me. Appreciate you, Andrew, so much. Happy to hear the kind words. You get me blushing all the time. I I don't I take compliments well because they just make me smile and they just make me blush. So thank you so much. But now to the Cincinnati Bengals, because we did get a report on the Cincinnati Bengals today at Zim Hude on Twitter. He's a Bengals super fan slash insider slash I, uh, great guy. I, big Zim fan, big fan of at Zim Hude. And so when he says news on the Cincinnati Bengals, this is not a guy who just posts to post. This is someone that I have learned to trust over the years of scouring the internet. Because remember, this is why you come to me. I go and get all of these sources, all of these valuable accounts. And when one of my little birds starts singing that T Higgins has signed a contract to stay with the Cincinnati Bengals, I believe him because we knew this was happening. T Higgins does not switch his Jersey to the number five without knowing he's staying with the Bengals, right? Otherwise he would just stay 85 because I mean, he could switch for one season, but does anyone believe that? No. Does anyone believe that the Bengals were going to let T. Higgins walk? No. The only reason that the Bengals haven't announced this T. Higgins agreement, because he hasn't signed the contract yet, it's just agreed to, the reason they haven't announced it is because they're going to get it all done at once. Joe Burrow. T Higgins, they will be signing their contracts side by side to stick with the Cincinnati Bengals for years to come next year. Jamar chase will get his contract. He's not eligible just yet under the NFL's rules. You have to be three seasons into the NFL to get that contract extension, but Jamar chase will get paid when his time comes for now. T Higgins, Joe Burrow, any day. Now we will hear that they've agreed to contracts. We will get that beautiful picture of them signing the contract side by side. Possible that Logan Wilson is in on that photo op as well. Linebacker Logan Wilson, his contract is up. But we know that the Bengals will sign Joe Burrow, will sign T. Higgins. And this is a great, great move to get out early on this. To pay T. Higgins now because the wide receiver position, it just keeps going up and up and up at the high end of the position and Joe Burrow, his contract's just going to keep going up and up and up the longer they wait. Because when Justin Herbert signs, that means Joe Burrow's price tag goes up. When Jalen hurt signs, that means Joe Burrow's contract goes up. So good on the Bengals for getting out early on this smart franchise. These last couple of years, the Bengals have really, really changed it. Yes, Joe Mixon is not going to be with the Cincinnati Bengals. I, he has a court date this week. People believe that he will probably not show up, and instead his lawyer, lawyers will file or will appear for him. They'll file a pretrial motion. They'll get together for all of, all of that stuff. And based on how the legal proceedings play out, that's how we'll know if Mixon is cut. Otherwise, the Bengals will just wait until June 1st cut him then because then they save $10 million against the cap instead of five. Plus with a Jersey switch, don't you have to pay for the stock remaining of the old Jersey? No, that is true, Connor. But you, if you announce it a year early, 
it's okay. So T Higgins, he actually announced last year, this is true, that he was switching his jersey. You're right. So I guess his jersey switch to five doesn't mean anything, but he's still going to be a Bengal. But yes, T Higgins announced last year, he's switching to five. And that tells the NFL, okay, well, we're not going to print excess jerseys for next year. And that's the way of getting out of paying for the remaining stock is if you announce it early enough or if you switch teams, of course. But this all kind of made me start thinking, made me start wondering. I started to think T Higgins, probably the best wide receiver in the NFL wide receiver two, that is because Jamar chase is the wide receiver one, but is he who can we compare him to? And how does he stack up against the rest of the wide receiver twos in the NFL? And then I just, you know, me, I like to go in depth. And so when I start thinking about the best wide receiver twos, I have to just rank them all. I have to go through all the wide receiver twos and decide who is the best. And this is even better for the Baltimore Ravens because when Devin Duvernay was the wide receiver two for the Ravens, he was in the bottom four. I've done this in tiers and kind of in rankings, but bottom four, Devin Duvernay was there alongside Romeo Dobbs, better than Dobbs, alongside Nick Westbrook Akine, better than him. But behind the trio of wide receiver twos and Kendrick Bourne, Tyquan Thornton, and Devontae Parker. But those are the four worst wide receiver twos in the NFL. Now Devin Duvernay is the wide receiver three, and he is a league average wide receiver. Devin Duvernay is a league average wide receiver three. So this just upgrades the Baltimore Ravens offense completely. Technically, though, yes, Nick Westbrook-Akine, either him or Kyle Phillips is the wide receiver two behind Traylon Burks. Romeo Dobbs is currently the wide receiver two for the Green Bay Packers. And for the Patriots, I don't I don't know. Is it Kendrick Bourne? Is it Tyquan Thornton? Is it Devontae Parker? You tell me. And does it matter? Not really. These guys are all technically wide receiver twos, even though they shouldn't be. And there's more. Matt Collins, technically the wide receiver two for the Atlanta Falcons. Wide receivers three, Scotty Miller. Gabe Davis. Shouldn't be the wide receiver two for the Buffalo Bills. We learned that this past season. We knew that there was probably something keeping Gabe Davis from being a wide receiver two, given he was the wide receiver four behind Cole Beasley and Emmanuel Sanders. And 2022 showed us that was right. But he's still technically a wide receiver two. So is Alec Pierce. So is MVS. So is Donovan Peoples-Jones. These are all technically wide receiver twos in the NFL. They shouldn't be, but they are. Rondell Moore shouldn't be the wide receiver two for the Cardinals, but he is because DeAndre Hopkins is getting traded, which means Hollywood Brown's the wide receiver one. Nico Collins and Robert Woods, one of them's technically the wide receiver one. So technically one of them's the wide receiver two. In reality, they're both wide receiver three types, but maybe Nico Collins is a two. Donovan Peoples-Jones, Nico Collins, Gabe Davis. These are all just kind of similar players just operating a role on the outside, but really they should be the three. In New York, Paris Campbell, Darius Slayton, they're technically wide receiver twos. More uh, Giants are a confusing one because Isaiah Hodgins is the one. I like Isaiah Hodgins, but it's still, there's no alpha for the Giants. And then there's, kind of the two that this might be controversial 
KJ Osborne, probably not controversial to call him technically the wide receiver too. Cause TJ Hawkinson is likely to out target Kendrick, uh, KJ Osborne. And I think the Vikings need to add another wide receiver to get Jalen Rager off the field. So calling KJ Osborne, technically a wide receiver too, isn't wrong. I would love to see him have that wide receiver two role for the Vikings. I think he can impress people. But Cortland Sutton, he's technically a wide receiver too at this point, but is he? Because we keep hearing that Tim Patrick could pass Cortland Sutton. Jerry Judy seems to be much more loved by the Denver Broncos than Cortland Sutton. And he's not getting traded to the Ravens. That's clearly not happening after Odell Beckham signs. So Cortland Sutton, he's technically the wide receiver too for now, but... He might end up being the wide receiver three for the Denver Broncos. But then there's the real wide receiver twos across the NFL. Guys that have proven it. And a lot of guys that really could ascend to being wide receiver ones. Darnell Mooney, I think he's a legit wide receiver one or two. We know he's not a one, but that's okay. That's why they got DJ Moore. Darnell Mooney, he's legit. He can do it all. He can stretch the field. He can run underneath routes. Jahan Dotson, I don't see him stepping into a wide receiver one role ever with Terry McLaurin there, but he could end up being a high-end wide receiver too. So could Jamison Williams with a breakout this year. So could George Pickens. These are all guys that are locked into wide receiver two roles. Guys I don't necessarily seeing become full-fledged alphas at any point because of who they play with, but that's okay. Being a High-end wide receiver, too, like Jahan Dotson, like Jamison Williams, like George Pickens. That's a great thing to be in the NFL. I'd throw in DJ Chark, more than likely. He and Adam Thielen, wide receiver 1-2, I suppose, for the for the Panthers. Brandon Cooks, certified wide receiver, too. Just solid wide receiver, too. Not possible to be a wide receiver 1 anymore. He saw that with the Houston Texans. He couldn't carry the passing offense, but... As the number two in this passing game, Brandon Cooks is going to be extremely valuable. He is going to open up the field for Dak Prescott, for C.D. Lamb. This was a great trade by the Dallas Cowboys. And guys in that mold, guys that are getting up there, who are wide receiver twos at this point in their career, Brandon Cooks, Michael Thomas, and Odell Beckham. Yeah, Odell Beckham. He go, we go from a non-wide receiver two to a legit wide receiver two if the knee checks out, which I imagine it does based on the guaranteed contract. Let's go. I'm I'm more excited about this Odell Beckham signing than I expected to be because I thought he was going to the Jets. And at that point, it's him and Alan Lazard, who is a certified wide receiver two. He's fine. He can do it all. He can go for 800-ish yards, maybe go for 1,000 as your wide receiver one. I don't think he ever did that for the Packers, but... Anyways, that didn't have me that excited. Now Odell with the Ravens, he's going to get a decent amount of targets. He's going to free up Rashad Bateman. Great, great move. And then there's the guys who are wide receiver ones forced to play wide receiver two just because of the offense that they're on. And last year, we saw Christian Kirk. He can be a wide receiver one for the Jacksonville Jaguars. In fact, Billy Muzio thinks that Christian Kirk is still the wide receiver one for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't think NFL teams will see it like that. I think they'll give Calvin Ridley the primary coverage. I wouldn't be shocked 
to see Christian Kirk outperform Calvin Ridley in PPR based on the ramp up for Calvin Ridley to return to his form and the connection that Christian Kirk already has with Trevor Lawrence and the fact that Christian Kirk is the slot wide receiver and Calvin Ridley is going to be playing X, maybe a little bit of Z off the line of scrimmage, but Calvin Ridley is going to be facing a lot more number one coverage while Christian Kirk's going to get a lot of more easy matchups in the slot. But still, Christian Kirk proved last year that he's a wide receiver one in the NFL. We all doubted it, but he is. Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, no one doubts that they're wide receiver ones. In fact, that's why they're both on this list, because I can't decide. Sometimes it's Mike Williams, sometimes it's Keenan Allen, and often it feels like it stretches of both. Feels as though we'll get a bunch of Mike Williams weeks in a row, and then Keenan Allen will need to get fed. But these guys, both legit wide receiver ones, 1A to the 1B, I'm not deciding. And same with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I prefer Chris Godwin to Mike Evans, but really, these guys are both the co-wide receiver one. The 1A to the 1A, Mike Evans to Chris Godwin. I know it's Baker Mayfield. I know it's Baker Mayfield or Kyle Trask, but this offense still has weapons for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. If they get a quarterback, they won't be as bad as a lot of us expect them to be. But they got to get a quarterback because Baker's not it. And Trask, not it either. So we've got those three. Christian Kirk, the Chargers co-wide receiver ones, and the Buccaneers co-wide receiver ones. Those are rounding out the top six. I think there are six teams in the NFL that have a wide receiver one in their wide receiver two slot. And one of those teams is the Miami Dolphins. Jalen Waddle, he showed in his rookie season that he can be an alpha for a passing game. He showed this past season that with Tua Tagovailoa and even with Teddy Bridgewater, he is dominant enough that he can command targets like a wide receiver one. Now he got hurt down the stretch, wasn't as effective, but make no mistake, Jalen Waddle is a legit wide receiver one in the NFL. When Tyreek Hill retires in three seasons, Waddle probably still be with the Dolphins. They'll probably give him a contract, but he might be walking at that point. But when Tyreek Hill walks, Jalen Waddle can step right in and be the alpha of the passing game. There's no question in my mind about that. And it's kind of funny that the second best wide receiver too, the other wide receiver one from the same draft class, is Devontae Smith from the same team, from the same passing game. Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle. I'd rather have Devontae Smith, but I think you can flip a coin. Either way works. Jalen Waddle is faster, more explosive. Devontae Smith is shockingly good in contested catch situations, and I think he gets open just a little bit better. But Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle, operating as the wide receiver twos because A.J. Brown is one of the best wide receivers in the NFL, top five wide receiver in the league. It's okay to be the wide receiver too, to be the the beta when you're skinny Batman, like Devontae Smith. A lot of good wide receivers in the NFL, and that's going to continue to happen as we see more and more advanced passing games in college football, like the Alabama Crimson Tide, just pumping out wide receiver ones year after year. 
and like Clemson. Clemson hasn't been as great lately, but T. Higgins. T. Higgins, I stand by it. My hypothesis was confirmed. I went into this thinking, yes, T. Higgins is the best wide receiver too in the NFL. Him signing this contract, he's probably going to get wide receiver one money because he is. He's better than a lot of wide receiver ones. And we'll test that hypothesis later. But for now, I have confirmed that all across the NFL, look at every single team. T. Higgins, who signed a secret contract, who is ready to be extended with the Cincinnati Bengals for years to come alongside Joe Burrow. T. Higgins is the best wide receiver, too, in the NFL. (laughs) 